Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccemmet.org. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Philippians chapter 4, this last section of Philippians chapter 4. And now what's mine is his, and, and he is mine. He's my possession. It's a beautiful exchange. You give everything for him, and you receive him in return. In light of that fact, William MacDonald said that we shouldn't ask the Lord how much we should give, but rather how much, Lord, do you want me to keep? That's a different way to look at it because it all belongs to the Lord. When discussing the offering with the poor saints in Jerusalem, Paul gave some guidelines to the church in Corinth, and I think that these are really the New Testament guidelines when it comes to giving, and I want you to pay close attention to this. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, on the first day of the week, which is Sunday, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there may be no collections when I come. Paul says, I'm not going to come and beg for money. I'm not going to come and take offerings. He says, when you meet for church, lay something aside. And here's the rule, as you prosper. If the Lord is prospering you, then give according to how much he's prospered you as as an acknowledgement of that. Let's say you make $10,000 a year. You're a single mom, and you're, you're, you're scraping by. Man, we want to help you. You know, serving the children's ministry, don't give us any of your money. You know, if you, if you gave your money to the Lord, if you gave 10% of you, you gave 1000 bucks to the Lord out of your 10000 that you're living off of, I don't doubt that the Lord's going to bless that. I'm not trying to discourage that. But we're going to be here giving you $2,000 to help you out, you know, because you need that help. And certainly that's been the case many times. But if you make $10 million a year, we want at least half of that. (laughs) You should be giving a lot more to the Lord if you make big money. I mean, that just makes sense. As the Lord has prospered you, right? You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. (laughs) No, that's the way that it works is it's not about an amount. It's not whatever. And and really, there's more to it than that. And I think that this is even more important. And this kind of trumps that even as the Lord prospers you. Second Corinthians 9, 7, Paul says, so let each one of you give as he purposes in his heart. What you decided, that's what you should give. What the Lord put on your heart to give, that's what you should give. As you purpose it in your heart. There's another place that talks about give with simplicity. That means no strings attached. You know, some people want to give, well, I'll give if I'm, you know, if we're going to do it this way, then I'll, I'll, I'll be a part of it. Keep your money. Keep your money. That's disgusting. Don't manipulate. Don't try to control, you know, like you give it to the Lord and then you want to tell the Lord how he's supposed to spend it. No. No, we give to the Lord as an offering to the Lord. And, and then it's up to those in ministry to listen to the Lord. And if they misuse that money or they do something wrong with that money, that's between them and the Lord. But that's not your problem, right? And, and so he says, give as you, as you purpose in your heart. Notice this, not grudgingly. Not as like, ah, oh, give money to the Lord. Okay, Lord, hope you pay well, 
right? Not like that. I don't know anybody who would do that. But he's saying that's exactly what you shouldn't do. Not grudgingly. Now, there's sometimes we give grudgingly. We shouldn't give grudgingly, nor of necessity. And, and this is important, especially in a message like this. What he's saying here, not because you feel compelled by guilt. Don't give out of guilt. God does not want guilt offerings. God does not want your money to absolve you of sin or some ridiculous thing like that. He says, don't give out of guilt. Don't give grudgingly. And then he says, and this is, the, this is really when it, when it comes to our giving, this is the way that we should give. For God loves a cheerful giver. A, a joyful giver. Be joyfully generous when you give. The word in, in the Greek actually means hilarious. <laughs> I can't give this. Woo! Can't wait to see what God does with this. You know, that's how we should give. If you can't give like that, then just don't. Keep your money. We don't need your money. God doesn't need your money. God is not broke. But God will allow you to be a part of what he's doing, and that needs to be our heart when it comes to our giving and when it comes to those types of things. We want to be a part of what God's doing. We want to bless God's people. We want to be an answer to prayer. We want to see God working, and I want to have a relationship with God where when I give, I know that God's doing something amazing with that. And that should be our heart when it comes to giving, not, not this other stuff, not the guilt and not the pressure. Verse 19, he says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And this is the beauty of giving. God is our provider. He's the one who supplies all we have. And giving is just an acknowledgement of that. If I, if I could give my life, if I can give my time, if I can give my resources, I'm just acknowledging that it all belongs to God. And he's going to provide everything that I need. And I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to manipulate God. He's going to take care of my need. And sometimes he shows us that in ways he showed me. Like, you know, I'm still grudging. Okay, God, here I am, you know. Yeah, you know, I do pay well. Shame on you. Watch. I was rebuked. I was rebuked by God providing that money. And I learned an invaluable lesson not to tempt the Lord. You know, and I'm, I, I'm sure people have learned worse lessons than getting $1,750 by tempting the Lord. But I definitely learned that lesson. And I realized, you know what, God's going to take care of my needs. I don't have to manipulate. I don't have to, to guilt him. I don't have to throw pity parties. God's going to take care of me because I'm his kid. And you're his kid. He's going to provide all of your needs. Whether you give or not, and that's something I want to say. God's not, if you tithe, God will provide everything you need. If you don't, forget about it. That's not what the Bible says. He's going to provide all of your needs through his riches in Christ Jesus. He wants you to learn to trust him. He's not going to hold any good thing from you, you know, if you love him. and He loves you. And so he says, verse 20, Now our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. And, and I think that this is important to, to end a section like this because at the end of the day, God gets all the glory. He gets all the credit. He gets all the honor. I was talking to somebody the other day who'd received an anonymous gift. Somebody gave them a check, or I mean a, 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 an envelope with money in it. And it was passed from one person to another person to finally the recipient. And nobody knows who, where it came from or who gave it or whatever. And, and, and so he's asking me, did you recognize the handwriting on that? And I said, I, d I didn't. I didn't try to scrutinize the handwriting. He's like, well, how do we find out who gave that so we can give them a thank you? And I said, that's the whole point. The point is, is that God gave it. 
And so God gets all the glory. And that's what the person who gave with that heart to pass it on anonymously wanted to communicate is thank God for this. It's not about thanking a person. It's about thanking God. And, and I love that. You know, that happens so often within our church family, people passing money back and forth when they find somebody's in need or maybe just praying about it and the Lord puts somebody on their heart and it always works out to where it's, it's just the perfect thing. He says, verse 21, greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. So he's giving the final salutation as he ends the, as the thing. He's saying, hey, br- greet everyone there, all the believers there. And of course, Paul's seeing their faces as he's thinking about it because he loves these people. Even Yodia and Syntyche. All the saints greet you. All the saints here greet you. But especially those who are of Caesar's household. Especially though, think about that. Here's, here's a gospel that's gone into Rome. Paul's in chains. And what happens when Paul's in chains? The people in Caesar's household get saved. The guards and, and, the, and the praetorium, the people who are part of that, they're getting saved. Because Paul's sharing the gospel with them. I love the go- that the gospel is not... It's not relegated to a class it's not relegated to a race it's not relegated to a group of people or or a status of people but it's 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 trans cultural it crosses all barriers and it doesn't matter if people live in the jungles of ecuador or they live in amsterdam you know horrible you know, perverted city or, or new york city or in emmett idaho that people can hear the gospel and it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you've done Jesus can forgive all of your sins and it's such good news because he died on the cross for you and he was buried and he rose from the grave. It's beautiful. So it doesn't matter if you're in Caesar's palace. Well, you shouldn't be in Caesar's palace that way, but I mean, in, in his case, it doesn't matter if you're a noble or you're a peasant. Jesus loves you and you can be his child. You can be part of his kingdom. I love that. He says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ will be with you all. Amen. And so Paul begins the letter with grace. He ends the letter with grace. He loves you. He desires what God has for you to be part of your life. And that will be true as you know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings. You're conformed even to the image of his death that Jesus will transform your life. And, and I'm certain that that's been true for many of us. You know, I, I love the book of Ephesians. It was transformative for me. And now I've loved the book of Philippians. has been transformative for me as well. And I hope and trust it has been for you as well. Let's pray. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.